Okay, welcome to the iBug Buzz chat group and meeting for Monday, March 29th. I'm Mark Bayarjan with uh, Sandhya. I'm, I'm your facilitator for this first hour. Sandhya is making sure I drive this boat properly. So welcome aboard. And uh, I hope we have lots of questions. And uh, we're going to talk about, first of all, what this is all about. Um, we talk about iDevices here, iPhones, iPads, Apple Watches, Apple TV, iPod Touches, and the like, and associated peripherals used for same equipment. We do not talk about uh, the Mac on this. There's a Mac and Talk group for that. So it's strictly iDevices. Um, what we do during this uh, presentation is it is recorded for archive and also for Sight Into Sound Radio. So we ask that you mute yourself unless you've been given, you have the, the floor and to, to get the floor, you have to say your name and be wait to be acknowledged by either me or Sandia to pose your question. And once you pose your question, we ask that you ask only one question at a time so that it gives other people the opportunity to pose their questions. And if there's time, and as time permits, you might be able to pose other questions if you have them. Now, you need to know how to mute and unmute yourself. It's simple. On an iDevice, on the iPhone or iPad, it, uh, you can do it uh, bottom left for the iPhone. It's a toggle, mute, unmute, uh, up in the middle or slightly to the right on the iPad. On your Mac, it's shift, command A to mute and unmute. On the Windows computer, it's alt A. Uh, and on the phone, it's star six to mute and unmute. So that's how you do that. And we do not use the hand raise feature on iBug calls at all. So uh, you have to ask to be acknowledged and wait till you're acknowledged and then pose your question. So basically that's how that works. Um, Go round. We're ready for the go round. Am I following this? And you are perfect. We ready to go round and let everybody. You want to tell them what we're going to do? Okay, we are going to do the go round, and if um, I'll I'll start, and then what you do is uh, wait to be acknowledged, say your name, and well acknowledged, and say hi. If you're brand new and the first timer on this call, we'll get back to you after the go round and ask you what devices you have and how you heard about iBug today. Yep. So who you are and where you're from. All That's right. it. Okay. So I'll start it off. I'm Mark in Montreal, and you guys might be wondering where Montreal is because Canada is a big, huge country. Montreal is about six hours north of New York City, about five hours northwest of Boston. Uh, we're about two hours from Burlington, Vermont and an hour and a half from Plattsburgh, New York, and about three hours from Albany, <laughs> oh my New God. York. 
Okay. Just this so is Herbie, know. and All Mark, right. you're doing a great job, and it sounds like Montreal may as well just be in the U.S. with how close you are to us. All right. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Yeah. Keep, We're okay. Very proud Canadian. This is Isaac in Temple, Texas. Okay. Okay. Who? Uh, Isaac, Isaac in Temple. Welcome. Hi, Isaac. Isaac. Welcome. Okay. Next. Elisa and Porter. Okay. Elisa, welcome. Claudia in Houston. Claudia, welcome. Jacob is from Michigan. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you. Next. Nancy from Bend, Oregon. Nancy, one of my buddies from Jerry's Vermont group. Welcome aboard. Hey. Steve. Next, Steve. Steve. Keith in Waterloo, Texas. Okay. I'm Keith, Hal. welcome. I'm Montreal. Hal Pearson from Montreal, about half an hour west of me. Welcome aboard from Dollard. Olivia Chavez. Olivia, welcome. From Allen, Texas. This is Brad in Dallas. How far is Houston Brad. from Montreal? Brad, Dallas. Brad from <laughs> Dallas, welcome. Who was after Brad? Houston, it's about 1,863 miles from Montreal, Canada by car. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Can't do it in a day, trust me. Hi, Mark. It's Judy in Connecticut. Hey, Judy in Connecticut. Welcome aboard. Another of my buddies. Jim Dana from North Carolina. Okay, somebody from North Carolina. I didn't catch the name. Jim. Okay, Jim, welcome aboard. And somebody after that doubled with Jim. I don't know who it was. Dana from Dana from Cincinnati. Mr. Dana, welcome aboard. Don from Garland, Texas. Don, welcome aboard. Are you new, Don? I haven't heard Ladon. of you. Ladon. Yeah, Ladon. Okay. Nope, okay. he's not new. Okay. okay. All right. Anybody else? Hang on, hang on. on. Ed, go ahead, Ed. Ed from Georgetown, Ontario, Canada. Oh, I know where you're at. Five and a half or six hours (laughs) west. (laughs) Yeah, I know where you are. Yes, sir. I know where you're at. Next, Ed. After Ed. Donna from Texas. Welcome aboard. That was Dot. Donna, Donna. Donna, sorry. But say, my lack good. of hearing. My lack of hearing. You're doing great. Keep going. Okay. okay. All right. Next. Dan from Harry. California. Dan from California. Board. Second timer, eh, Dan? Yeah. yeah. Welcome aboard. Next. Carrie from Fort Worth. Carrie, welcome aboard. Kathy from Tulsa. Okay. I didn't get from Tulsa. Kathy. 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 Okay. I think you'll go after Carrie and be alphabetical. <laughs> okay. Next. Freddie from Galveston County. Welcome aboard. Next. This, this is Marion from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Two hours <laughs> of the flood <laughs> in Nashville. Look what I started. Yeah, oh look my what God. you started. Okay, keep uh, going. Keep going. All right, next. Anybody else? Andrew from France, and I don't know how many hours the car. Oh, Andrew. Andrew's from France. Welcome, France. Uh, okay. Andrew. Welcome. This yeah, it's a little, little drive if you're from France. A little bit of a drive. Okay. Yeah, this is, go ahead. This is Next. Sandia from Houston. Sandia, we know who you are, and I know how to find you. So. All right. Thank there you go. Anybody else? This is Shri. I'm about 746 miles <laughs> from Houston, yeah. Texas, while I'm on the road right now. 
Well, she, Shri, yeah. you're, clo- you're closer to me, actually, oh I think. Yeah, this okay. is Herbie. Yeah. Just for the record, I... Fred, Paris is about 3,430 3, miles from uh, Montreal as the crow flies. So. Oh, yeah, right. it's a, it's a you, long Herbie. walk. It's a long Close walk. Close driving distance. Yeah. All right. Who else? Who else? Anybody else? <laughs> Hang on. Who else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Um, this is Nancy. Okay. Oh, there's Deb from Kansas. Welcome, Deb. Okay. Good. This is Nancy, and I just want to say, uh, is uh, Olivia? I think this is your first time on the call, right? Yep. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Oh, sorry. She, I think she's muted. Yes, yeah, she's she's first timer. Oh. But we haven't started that yet. But okay. No. Anybody right. else? She's one of our mentees. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. All okay. Right. Did you catch anybody new, Sandia? Uh, Olivia is one of our new ones, our okay. new new first timer. You want to talk to Olivia real quick? Okay. Olivia, where did you hear about iBug and what devices do you have? You will have to unmute Olivia. You have to unmute yourself. Okay, she, she may not be ready. I don't know. Olivia, you there? Okay, can there you, you There you are, yes, go okay. ahead. I said that I have iPhone, iPad, and a Windows-based computer, and I know a little of each. That's it. <laughs> okay. Very good. And how did you hear about iBug? Uh, through uh, Larry Johnson. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Anybody okay. else? Anybody else new, Sandia, that you noticed? I didn't hear anybody else new. Anybody else? Okay. All right, so now it's on. time. One, oh, one second, one second. To introduce the iBug guy, Mr. Mike. <laughs> All right, so everybody has muted, including Mark. Sorry about that. And uh, now Mike, the iBug guy, is going to uh, give us some announcements. Ready, sir? All right, yeah. And welcome, Mark, our first time. Uh, what do we call them? Facilitators on the uh, Monday night iBug Buzz. So great to have you on board. Uh, let's see. We have all fun stuff this week in iBug. No other training going on. So starting out uh, Thursday evening, we have Trekkie Talk at 8 p.m. All the times I'll be giving you our central time. So Trekkie Talk, we are watching the Discovery series, which are all audio described. So that's fun. So we will be uh, watching, we just started the series. So we're now on uh, episodes three and four for this week. Join us right here on this very same Zoom line. Uh, Friday, we have our Friday night at the virtual movies and our movie this week is another fun one. So stick around to halftime and find out what that's gonna be. And then final, finally, uh, well, it'll be in a few weeks, uh, April the 8th. Oh, 11th. Oh, what 11th? are you talking about? The book club? Book club oh, the will be yeah. will be April eighth, and so we're people have started reading a higher call by somebody Makos, and uh, it's about a eleven twelve hour book. So good, good. Woo, 
So join us for that. Uh, if you, even if you don't want to read the book, we're all, you're always welcome to come in and listen in and uh, join us. So uh, after we do the discussion of the, our particular book, we uh, stick around and just talk about books in general. So it's always a fun time. And again, that's April 8th at 6.30 p.m. And, uh, oh, I'm supposed to tell you about our drawing. So for a donation of $10, you can uh, enter in our draw, enter to our drawing for the Apple Watch Series 6. That's the brand new Apple Watch that came out last fall. And uh, you can uh, also, uh, for an additional uh, or $50 donation, you can get an extra ticket, six tickets for that drawing. So love to have you. And you can uh, find out all that, all about all the different things going on in iBug, plus the drawing, plus our Jumpstart mentoring program, plus see all the previous recordings of training sessions on our website, ibugtoday.org. That is I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. I don't know if you could hear that motorcycle in the background or not, but it's loud to me. And uh, get all that good information there. Uh, if Lots you- uh, mini bus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, something else we've just started uh, a week ago, we are now on, iBug is now on Clubhouse. So if you uh, get an invite to Clubhouse, you can come join us. We have a uh, room every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central. And uh, we call that our iBug mini buzz. So it's very similar to what we do here on Monday nights. Uh, it's just a shorter version, only an hour. But uh, given an opportunity for uh, folks that are on uh, Clubhouse to come and find out about iBug. And then we have a Facebook groups page, which is a good place to also follow along, get announcements, or if you have questions in between our Monday night calls, to post those questions there and get, get them answered there. Follow, you can follow us on Twitter. And our handle is at iBug today. Uh, I think I forgot to give the Facebook Facebook groups, Facebook, Facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today is the uh, URL to get to the uh, Facebook groups. And that's all I have for tonight. So come back at uh, the halftime, and we will reveal what the movie for this week is. It is a good one, and not quite as scary as last week's. Don't tell them anything. Okay. All right. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. All right, Mark. Yes, ma'am. We're ready to fly, and hopefully you out there, our lovely audience, are ready to fly too with your questions and concerns. So, who wants to be the first one with a question? Hello? Who's going to be first? Well, you have to unmute. Everybody should be able to. Hey, Ladon. There he is. Go ahead, Ladon. Yeah, last week, last Monday was my first time. 
And I had a question about a spell check on iOS. I can't get it to work. I don't know if it's just a problem with iOS, and I think it is, but someone else said they were going to try it out and see if they could figure it out. I wonder if anyone tried that. Then I have a, another question for later. Okay. So who wants to handle this question? Ana. Okay. Go for it. Well, um, the way I do it, Ladon, I have the same iPhone and keyboard, Bluetooth keyboard you have. And the way I do it is I go into settings and then keyboards and um, there's an on-off for auto, auto spell. And if that's on and you're typing in messages or an email or something, it will automatically correct what you're typing and right next to it there's another button that says spell check i'm not sure what that is because i've i've tried that with it off i've tried that with it on um but my suggestion is turn that um auto spell on in keyboards uh in your settings Hey, does that help? This is Shree. Okay, go ahead, Shree. All right, so this is what I tried. Uh, I had connected uh, to my Apple Bluetooth Bluetooth keyboard. And first thing I had to do was I had to go to accessibility, settings, accessibility, go to keyboard, and enable the full keyboard. Um, if you don't do that, you don't get the full voiceover a keyboard commands. And unfortunately, when you get that enabled, you are still going to have the same type of spell check format that you have if you were using the, uh, the rotor without the keyboard. It still functions the same way. But what I did notice is if you don't enable that uh, full enhanced keyboard on accessibility keyboard, it didn't work. So I would see... I would have you maybe try it out, you know, if you had already done that with the accessibility settings and see if you have better luck. That's what I tried. And it worked for you. Yes, it functions like it would as if you're using a spell check using the rotor, but with the keyboard. Okay, and I suppose you could always use the rotor too if that's easier for you if you want to do that. This is Jerry. No, that didn't Mark. work for me. Okay, hang on. This is Jerry. Jerry, go ahead. How are you, buddy? Um, doing a great job. Thank uh, you, sir. Uh, what, what I would suggest you do is, uh, it, first of all, it doesn't work on the rotor itself. I'm, I'm talking about no keyboards, no nothing. Just talking about iOS itself. The rotor won't work with spell check unless you're actually in the edit field that you're trying to correct. By that, I mean that you have, it usually says whatever, messages editing or iMessage editing, whatever. It's got to have editing in there. Then if you go back, it says misspelled words. And if you go up and down with that rotor item with your, you, you know, just one finger uh, up and down, it will tell you, it will go through the document and point out the misspelled words to you. 
So I would see if that works uh, as you're doing the, if you have an Apple keyboard, um, um, but you have to be in an edit field and actually editing before that, that rotor item is going to come up. Hope that helps. Okay, thanks, Jerry. Anybody else? Any comments before we move along? This is Shree. Shree, go ahead. I, I do want to let, you know, what in, uh, in addition to what Jerry said, so edit and spell check or the embedded rotor functions on a text edit field. So whenever you are on any area where you have text and you are able to um, enter text, the edit will always be there. The spell check is also embedded. So you, you don't have to physically be in the edit section. As, as long as you're in a text field, that rotor, those two functions on the rotor are available. This is Keith. Keith, go ahead. I, I think Don was trying to make a comment. Okay, go ahead. Make your comment if you have one. Uh, okay. Uh -oh, okay, Ladon, we can't hear you. I think your audio is cutting out. Okay. Well, okay, we want to move on. To yeah, Andy? keep going, and then uh, if he comes back, you can. Yeah. Was somebody else answering? Okay, I'm here. There you okay. go. Okay. That was a bad problem. Uh, yeah, I've tried those things um, in the edit box. When I'm in, in the edit box, when editing, uh, you know, when you're in the edit mode uh, with a quick scan off, uh, I go to the rotor, go up to uh, misspelled words, then you're supposed to be able to flick up and down, but it doesn't work for me. Sometimes if I go with quick scan on try that with the rotor it does get some once in a while but it doesn't work very uh consistently and i i think it's ios problem and when i asked the question i just wondered if other people had had the problem and it, which i think it was not me but it could have been so thank you for all your suggestions you're welcome i hope you get it resolved Okay, who's next? Who wants to be next? I have a question. Who is it? Ed. Ed, what's Ed that, Ed? Jo Ed from Georgetown, yeah. Okay, go um, ahead, Ed. When I have a, uh, an Air 3 and a, uh, um, a keyboard, and when I'm saying I'm on Facebook and I want to make a comment, I hit comment and I go to... Um, like where you're typing in so I'm, I'm typing in and I'll get to a certain point and then if say for instance I'm typing in somebody's name I'll get partway through the name and then for some reason the thing will it'll 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 put in somebody else's name or or a long name or it and then it goes out of edit and I have to go back through and and try and figure out where I am is there any way I can just get on there and, and type and it'll, it won't, and it does it all the time to me. Um, it, it just switches out of the edit, edit mode. Okay, who wants to resolve this one for Ed? Who's got any ideas? Elisa. Okay, Elisa, go ahead. Um, 
So you say when you're on Facebook, you want to type out the name of the person, if I'm correct? Okay, so yeah, if, um, somebody if I'm in a comment, if I'm making a comment mm -hmm. to somebody on Facebook, under comments, you mm -hmm. hit that, and then uh, it you you punch in to to edit, and mm -hmm. as you're typing, it'll it'll um, you'll get to a certain point, and mm -hmm. while I'm doing this, the thing's talking to me, of course, and reading yeah. what I'm typing in. And uh, and then it it adds whatever it wants to it, but then it doesn't it doesn't um, yes. it doesn't put it in there. Oh, it, okay. it leaves this leaves the leaves the location. I guess I don't know. I'm totally blind, so I don't know what it's doing. But it mm -hmm. it it doesn't allow you to keep typing. And then you then what I have to do is um, is go okay. back through and find that particular thing in uh in facebook at, uh, again and what i do is is hold down hold down my um uh what is it the key right beside the space bar and then mm -hmm. i hit the uh i hit the third key from the top on the left um mm -hmm. and it uh, it it jumps back through to facebook and then it'll go back in and then i'll have to try and figure out how to get back into the spot where i was typing so mm, okay, like makes it's sense. A real pain. Makes makes sense to me. I did you know? So, you know where's the number button? You know where's the little numbers at on your keyboard? With the numbers, yeah. And there's the at symbol right there. That's it. It should automatically populate that person's name in the comment. Uh, this is Keith. No, Maybe I don't I'm know. Off Hang on. Keith. Um, I don't know. You finished, Elisa, because Keith wants to make a comment as well. Go, Keith, because I maybe I'm wrong here. Okay. Uh, it okay. sounds like, if I'm not mistaken, let us know. But you're having problems with it populating uh, names. I think uh, that's what's happening when you're typing something in. It'll try to guess if you're typing in somebody's name. It'll try to guess what name you're trying to type in, and it'll put that list of names above. Uh, well, if you're using the onboard keyboard or if you're using the Bluetooth keyboard, it'll put a list of those names on the screen that you can double tap. It's it's a lot more, I guess, efficient for people who are sighted in it. It is cumbersome for us because uh, there's, like you say, sometimes it kicks you out of the edit field. Um, I've, I believe the best thing to try to do is type through it and not let it because I've paused before and, and put my finger on the screen and it will select that name, but I've had better luck when I type through the message and just keep on going. If it's a name that you, you want to add a tag to that you can stop and select it there on the screen. Is that kind of what's happening? Yeah, I think so. Um, and and sometimes it'll be a name that I'm typing in, or sometimes it'll be in the middle of a word. And yeah, yeah. It'll, it's trying to put something in there for me, I guess. How do I yeah, turn that feature off? I don't believe you can. I think it, and I think it's been uh, 
probably about a year or so that they have done this. And uh, it's been it's been a little trouble with voiceover, but what it's doing, if you could see the screen when you're typing the name, it's putting a list of, of your friends up there that are close to that name. It's a shortcut basically for, you know, that you do not have to type the whole name. You can just type part of the name and it populates this list and you can select from that list. But in doing that, it messes up with our voiceover sometimes. And so it's, unfortunately, it's an ongoing problem with, with us and Facebook. So it is an ongoing problem. Hang on. Too many people speaking at once here. You got to wait and say who you are and I'll acknowledge you. Okay. So, um, what I just wanted to say was I, Keith was pointing out, I just passed, keep typing and ignore it and it goes away and type the rest of the message. I was that just seems going, to work for me. I was just going to ask um, when that happens. Uh, like sometimes you can keep typing, but in in my case, most often it, it's gone. Like it's 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 out of the space. So how do I do I hit an up and down arrow or something to get back to that space? Or this is Nancy. Like, Nancy, go ahead. So um, I'm pretty new to Facebook, but what I do when I want to make a comment, so I get into <clears throat> into the edit field where it says comment, I two finger double tap and dictate my message and then two finger double tap and swipe to the right where it says send or post or whatever it says. Um, and I haven't had that problem. So if you can just make a comment uh, by saying the person's name and doing your comment. Uh, that's that's what I have found to work for me anyway. A two finger double tap. Can I do that on the keyboard or do I have to do it on the screen? No, on the keyboard. No, you have to do it on the screen. On the screen you, of the key, on the yeah, screen of double your tap, phone. Double tap on the uh, edit field to make sure you're in there. It might say insert at end and then you can swipe to the left and then come back in and make sure it says insert at start insertion point at start and then double two finger double tap to start your dictation okay does that help okay so well I mean, if i can and... yeah I, I i um i think so okay Give <laughs> it this a is shot. Keith. Keith, go ahead thank also thank it's a two finger double tap to turn off the dictation just just so you you know okay um yeah that's that's fine okay this is kathy kathy thank you this, go ahead does this only happen when you're in facebook because when i got my new phone my keyboard was insane and i had to turn off a lot of things and one of them was i was the auto correct which does just what you're saying it starts talking while you're typing tries to keep coming up with things you're so there were some other issues that could happen to your keyboard. <coughs> Excuse me. I think this is a Facebook issue more than a keyboard issue, though, because it's common in Facebook itself when you're typing. So I just, for myself, I just generally ignore it, make sure I'm in the edit field and keep typing. Yeah, that's what I do. Anyway, um, 
there are other people with questions and I think we've been on the 10 minute mark pretty close to it. So I think unless there's any, anybody has anything else crucial to mention, let's go to our next person. Sandy, are you good with that? Perfect, let's go for it, keep okay. going. Okay. All right, next. Who's next? Unmute yourself and say your name. Lisa. Lisa, go ahead. What's your question? So I have my AirPods Pro, I think, because the new AirPods Pros. And I'm trying to do a dictation with my AirPods on Facebook or such comments or messages. Is that not something that's able to happen or you have to be close to the AirPod mic to do the dictation? Who's going to answer that one for Lisa? Who wants to take that one on? Any takers? This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. Um, if I'm going to do dictation, I would recommend using the standard wired AirPods just because the problem with most Bluetooth devices is that you are so far away from the microphone that it can be a challenge for, you know, machines to hear you. It kind of does work on Siri, but if you have to use AirPods, make sure that you are, you know, in a quiet environment because any, you know, distractions could really, you know, mess up the dictation. But, you know, I think the standard wired AirPods would give better results, but it should still work with the AirPods Pro. This is, this is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, when you say near the microphone, like you're wearing your AirPods Pro, correct? Well, this is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Okay, so with the wired AirPods, the mic is actually on the wire. So you can put it literally right next to your mouth, you know, or just leave it hanging there and it's literally right next to you. Um, with the AirPods Pro, the mics are on the tip of the AirPods Pro and that is a good distance away from where your mouth is. And so, and you can't control your ratio to where you are with yeah. the mic and so this, that's what i mean by you know distance from the mic you can do it much is, more this closer is, this is herbie marty and i mean this is marty herbie oh okay hey, hey, yeah, hey, we're marty hey. now um hi herbie okay um, hang on hang on okay so, go ahead marty okay hang on so, so when i'm because i use a lot of i use bluetooth headsets about 99 percent of the time and the only time I have an issue with dictation is if I use some real inexpensive ones, but like your AirPods Pro, your your Plantronics ones, your um, even the uh, the Amazon, the Echo Buds, I I have no problem with dictation because when I and, and a lot of my dictation is like birthday wishes on you know where it says write your write your comment like on somebody's timeline or something and it usually gets my dictation i'd say 99 percent right um maybe you have to speak a little louder um when you're using a bluetooth mic 
but you should be okay with AirPods Pro because I have them and I use them for that. Okay, thank you, Mark. This is Keith. Keith. Go ahead. I have a tip uh, if you're using like AirPods or like when I use my aftershocks, I will kind of cut my mouth in that side of my ear just to cut back on some of the noise around me. And that usually helps. I've, I've noticed it like with my bank, I do, you know, call in to the automatic banking and I, I never have any problem with my wired headphones, but if I'm wearing my Bluetooth headphones, it always, it just has a problem recognizing the numbers. But if I cut my ear and my mouth on that side, usually the sound is clear enough for it to work. So that's just just a tip. Okay. Thank you, Keith. Was there somebody after Keith that also had a comment? Hi, Sandy here from Montreal. Okay, Sandy, go ahead. Okay, to come back to the problem with the AirPods in your ears, you can also buy another headphones which goes over your phone. It works very well for the Apple product. It's a bit on the pricey side, but the headphones are worth it. And the mic is on the wire, but close by. And it's called B-O-S-E, Bossy. So you can always try those as well. I'm done. Thank you, Sandy. Anybody else have a comment? Mm, this is Shree. Shree. And then Donna, oh. we'll go for Shree first. I'm going to agree with Herbie on this one. Um, I've not had a lot of success doing dictations using a Bluetooth. It, it doesn't matter where it's AirPod, AirPods Pro. Matter of fact, I'm a little disappointed with the AirPod Pro, especially if I'm doing a long dictation. I have a high uh, amount of inaccurate words get picked up. But if I used a wired, my wired AirPods, my accuracy is much better so um, I would say if you're planning to use a Bluetooth for dictations, especially the complicated long dictations, be prepared to f- that the, uh, the Bluetooth is going to pick up a lot of misspelled or inaccurate words. Okay, thank you, Shri. Anybody else have a comment on this before we move along to our Linda. next question? Linda, Linda. Linda. Oh, Donna wanted to hold, hold say on, something. Hold on, Linda had a comment. Hang on. Donna, I think Linda, Linda. go next. So go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say that I've had success using my AirPod Pros with a mask on, and it, it heard everything correctly when I was doing dictation. Okay. Anybody else want to Ibrahim. say something? I think Ibrahim had a comment. Okay. Uh, I had a new question. Oh, okay. No, hang on. Anybody yeah. finish this one first? Uh, anybody else have a comment on this? This is this Sandia. I had Go a ahead. I had a comment about um, the same same point about I, I had the same problem, not even just dictation, just asking Siri to call a person. I mean, she wouldn't do it, you know, with the blue, you know, with the AirPods Pro. And I was just really frustrated with it because I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, so I forget dictation. I couldn't even get her to call somebody. So that's my two cents. All right. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else before we go to Abraham? This is hang on one at a time. Go who was, you know, three three and then how? Okay, Shri, go ahead. 
I'm going to give you advice that was given to me by a gentleman who's an audio specialist who said, you're always going to get better results when it's wired versus Bluetooth, especially when you're uh, speaking to something. Um, It's good for making phone conversations, but for dictations, um, I I would agree with uh, those that mentioned that it was kind of difficult. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Sri. And Hal, what have you got to say? Okay, uh, I have a comment about, uh, well, I, do, I don't really have much experience about dictation per se, but when I speak to Siri, I was advised by somebody at the Apple store when speaking to Siri, let's say using my iPhone, that I put the, uh, the, the, uh, mic, the mic that, that, I, that I speak right into the mic, because that, that, that enables Siri to understand you better. And then the mic is at the bottom of the iPhone, like at the bottom end, near where the home button used to be. <laughs> yeah, I think. But, the, the, thanks for the tip, Hal. I think these are people who more are, are using their earpods to do it, and that's okay. their issue. This is and, Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. No, um, I actually have to agree with Hal on this one. Okay, yes, he's talking about using the regular phone as opposed to. Um, Earpods, but the concept is the same. You know, the closer you are to a mic, the better a machine is at understanding you. Because remember, a machine—a machine is not a human. You know, it has to be as precise as possible. So it goes back. What Hal's comment was goes back to why I recommend, you know, the wired he you know headphones is because you can, it, you know, it's better audio quality with the mic, and you can have it much closer to your mouth. So I do like Keith's suggestion about cupping your hand around the bluetooth mic that you're going to be uh, using if you have to use bluetooth but um you know machines you do have to be as precise with them as possible so having a mic that you can be really close to is generally going to improve your experience okay thanks herbie anybody else before we move along to the next did Abraham get his comment or did no he wanted to make a new question okay okay so are we done with this sandy yes we are done with this yes all right okay ibrahim you're on pose your question uh so this is ibrahim uh and i'm wondering somebody could uh tell me how to turn off something called direct touch that's appearing in a lot of my apps who wants to handle that answer I, I, I tried to, to ask turn a, off direct touch. I tried to ask a question earlier about those headphones, and I I couldn't get through. Hey, hang yeah. on, hang on. Hang we on. have to. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Tell him. Go ahead. Go ahead, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with the direct touch issue first because uh, Abraham adds his question. Who wants to uh, respond? Do you want to turn off direct touch? This is Shree. Okay, Shree, go ahead. Um, have you gone to the rotor and go to direct touch and just flicked up to turn it off? Uh, yes, I have. But when I go back to any app, it t- says um, turn rotor on, even though it's, I know it's off. So, you, so when you go to a different app and you go yeah. to the rotor and direct touch, it says direct touch is on? Yes. Hmm. And this is in a, a blindfold game. A lot of them are doing that. Right, right, right. Um, might be a problem with blindfolds with the app itself, I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe. I'm thinking this might be with the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think so because I went I went into settings and I did see something called direct touch, but there's no like toggle to turn it off or on. It just says direct this is, touch. This is Sandia. Go ahead, Sandia. Yeah, I remember somebody had that problem because they they touched it and then it stopped talking. Or there was there is an issue with blindfold games and. I, I forgot who was it on this call. Maybe Eva or somebody had the same issue. So I think there is a known issue. And I thought a lot of times in those blindfold games, it wants you to turn off voiceover sometimes, some of them, or they used to at least. But okay, that's all I have. Okay. Anybody else? Stay in the study or do you want to switch places? No, this is all right. Okay. Um, Sandy, I'm not hearing. There's a lot of echo and people talking. Well, Hold on. I'm going to master that. mute. Hang on one second. All right, so just remember everybody, please stay on mute unless you are speaking and have been given permission to speak. Otherwise, don't just sit there and, you know. All right, so who has the next question? Mark, you'll have to come back. This is I'm Nancy. unmuted. Yeah, I'm unmuted. Okay. So who's next? This is Nancy. Nancy, go ahead. So um, I have an iPhone SE 2020. And uh, the other day, the ear, so when I hold the phone up to my ear to listen to voice messages, I can't hear anything out of it. And um, when I make a phone call, I can't hear out of that. If I put it on speakerphone, I can hear it. For my first question, uh, well, it's kind of a two-parter. Does anybody have any suggestions on uh, how to get the ear thing to work? I've tried turning off the phone, turning it back on. Um, so I'm confused why the speaker works, but the ear piece when I hold it up to my phone does not work. Okay. Um, this is Herbie. We'll go ahead, Herbie. Have you tried uh, pressing the volume up button while the earpiece is you know, on? I have not tried that. That'd That's what I was thinking to too, Herbie. That's what exactly. Otherwise, you may have a more serious problem yeah. that you probably would need an Apple Store for. But I would start start by trying uh, that and see what happens. You know, have something playing through the earpiece like a voice message, and start hitting the volume up button and see if that uh, fixes it first. Okay, thank you. Could I'll I make this? This is Jerry from Vermont. Okay, Jerry, go mm-hmm. ahead. Uh, what I would do is go into your audio routing. Uh, I think it's in, in, in the phone at the phone settings itself and make sure you haven't by accident routed it just to the speaker that you've got it, you know, so the, so that it comes to the phone and then the speaker, if you, you know, I, I think there's a setting in there, Nancy, where you can make, phone calls do just about anything you want them to um and i i I think it's under audio routing or if you go under accessibility there is an audio thing and i think herbie you might have to help me out here Um, i haven't i'm not on it at the present moment but um there's an audio go ahead what you're thinking of is i don't think that's nancy's problem because it would either keep it on the speaker all the time and not go to the earpiece or it would be on the earpiece all the time. And, but what she's having is the problem is, you know, it's transitioning. It's just nothing is coming through the earpiece. Right. Well, that's why I almost think it might be 
because she's, she's getting silence. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I think it's probably so I, stuck on speaker somehow. No, because, because it wouldn't. It wouldn't transition. All right, all right. Hold on, guys. One at a time. Okay. Right. So just and then remember, the host is going to acknowledge people. So it's up okay. to the host to acknowledge who's. Gonna I just speak. let him go because he was commenting to Jerry, and I just let him all go. All right. Have we finished that discussion? Are or? we done yeah. with this? Right. We are. Anybody okay. else have anything to say about this before we move along? This is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, I had that issue, and it wasn't. I think a couple of times it was the, the phone's microphone. Um, and what I did was instead of shutting off the phone, um, I plugged like a wired charger into it, you know, the charger into it and then unplugged it. And then that reset something and then it worked. But it could be the volume button. So I would try both. Okay. Are we ready to move along? Anybody else? Um, this is Nancy. Hey, Nancy. I just wanted to Go say ahead. I just tried the <clears throat> I just tried the volume up, and it didn't work. So I missed what Marty said. The phone was my phone was making you sound like a robot. I'm sorry. Could you please say it's, what you said again? It's Marty, and I just said. Hang on, on Marty. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Just, uh, just, yeah. Uh, I just said to plug your your charger in like you were charging it for maybe about 10 seconds or so and then unplugging the charger and seeing if that works. Okay. Okay. Next, Thank you. Let's move along to another person because we're getting short of time. We're getting up to the 10-minute mark before we have to go to break. So... I'd like to get at least one or two more questions in if I can. So who's next? This is Joe. Joe? Yes. Go ahead. Um, on my 2020, uh, SE2020, there'll be times I'll be talking on the phone, and usually it's in the beginning, and I get an echo of myself. I hear it back. At the same time, somebody else is responding to it. So I say it. I hear, you know, I hear whatever I'm saying, but I have an echo at the same time, somebody is talking back to me. Does anybody have that same problem? And who wants to respond to that? Anybody? Anybody hearing echoes? This is Deb. Hey, Dan, go ahead. Uh, Deb. Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if you were talking to me, it's Deb. Yeah, go ahead, Deb. Go ahead. Um, I have an SE2... Uh, as well and every now and then i i hear that too but i think i've heard that when i had an iphone 7 i think i had that once in a great while i wonder if it's just something with the carrier okay anybody else only once I, this is joe okay joe Go ahead. My daughter also has an uh, SE2020, and she also has the same problem with her phone. Now, we're both on Verizon, so I don't know if it's if that part is, is part of it, the carrier. Okay. Anybody else want to make a comment on this or have a suggestion? Pam? Oh, sorry. To who? Olivia. Yeah. Pam. Dan, yeah, go ahead. 
Pam. Oh, uh, sorry, Pam. It's it's the okay. peanut butter in I my understand. ears. I, I was I was trying not to blast you with a pee. Um, or a pee in your ear, as they say. Um, <laughs> do you also have a problem when you're using a headset or just when you're using the phone by itself? I usually just use a phone by itself. Did you have? Did you ever try a headset and see if it did it or not? I could try that. And it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes it could be your carrier or sometimes it's just wonky. I've had, in older phones, I've had the issue. So uh, anybody else have a comment before we go to the next question? Herbie? Yes. Go ahead. I just want to remind you guys that, you know, when we're on cell calls, you know, our our voices are transmitting digitally to towers and then up to satellites and maybe to more satellites before beaming down to the other person. But my whole point is, you know, we're going to and from space, so that can cause some delays right there. I think I've noticed the echoing too, and I don't have the SE. I have just a regular iPhone, but, you know, a lot of that is, you know, if you're doing a regular cell phone call, that is, you know, a lot of it really can be the carrier just with the nature of cell phones. And then even if it's FaceTime, um, you know, again, digital packets going hopping from one place to another. So just think of, you know, your voice is literally hopping. And so it's trying to, you know, I think just play catch up a little bit. And, you know, that's all that's, you know, going on. You can definitely try headphones and see if that helps. But, you know, hopefully that, you know, paints a better picture of what just what may be going on too, with, you know, echoing and hearing yourself. Okay, thanks. And I think Olivia had a comment, Mark. Okay, Olivia, go ahead. It's a question, basically. I have an iPhone 6 and I hear everybody talking about SE and this and that and I'm like what are they talking about uh, I want to get something more advanced so which is the best iPhone to get okay. what version <laughs> this is Nancy Nancy go ahead hi Olivia um, I hi. depends on if you want an iPhone with a home button, or if you want to switch to using face recognition. So the iPhone SE that we were just talking about is a very affordable phone that came out last spring in 2020 that has a home button on it. And some of the other phones, uh, the 12 is the latest version, and that has the face recognition. So Um, They're a little more expensive. Um, So it just kind of depends on what you want to get. What's face recognition? It has to know me or what? (laughs) Yeah. So when you, um, on um, like the iPhone 7, I don't know the 6. My newest newest ones are 10 and up from there. No, no, I was going to say that the um, touch ID. So on my iPhone seven that I had, um, you, you put your finger on the um, home button and that will let you sign in or, you know, send cash. It is okay. And so, and then on, on like the 10, the later phones now, instead of the finger Print, you use your face to recognize and it recognizes you and that's how you sign into your phone 
for me, the, the disadvantage is I, I still love my home button. <laughs> and, I, you heavy. know, when you want, go ahead. See, I don't miss my iPhone home button at all, but that's just my preference, and I have no problem with Face ID. So, And I have an 11, and I love it. This is Herbie. Okay. Uh, okay, so we're about 26 minutes after, roughly. So yeah, I think we got time for one more moment. question. Okay, one more question. Or maybe two. Well, let's if see. you're let's quick. Keep going. Can yep. I just... Okay. No one mentioned the size. It's Pam again. No one mentioned the yeah, size. Yeah, this is Keith. Okay, hang on. One, one at a time. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pam first. And then Keith. If you want a smaller one, the SE20 would be smaller. And if you don't care if they're huge and heavy and big, you would get the others. Like Thank Thank 10, you. 11, 12. All right. You're speaking a little bit close to your mic there, Pam, because you're distorting a little bit and popping. So uh, back off maybe about an inch. Uh, we got you, though. Okay, Keith, go ahead. And yeah. Okay, uh, what I was going to say, uh, pretty basic uh, uh, thing about the SE is that it is the same as the iPhone 8 chassis but it has the internals of an 11 so you kind of get a a smaller phone with a home button with uh, better uh, internals you know later and greater uh, internals and, but then of course as you go up to the uh, 12 11 and 12 the actual 11 and 12 of course you like everybody's saying you do away with the home button but I can tell you I have an iPhone 8 and an iPhone 11 Pro Max, and I'm you just become a creature of habit. You get used to having the home button and try to use it on the other one, or you try to you get used to the gestures on the 11 and try to use them on the 8. So I think it's just whatever whatever you want uh, price wise, and you know price wise if you're looking for. Um, something affordable. The SE is a good bet because it does have the the 11 internals. The newer phones are pricier and uh, just have you know a little more power, a little more function. Thank okay. you, Kathy. Thanks, Keith. I, we got about a minute and a half. Do you think, Sandy? Yeah, go for one more. Yeah, go ahead. Let Kathy okay. go. Okay, one more question. I Who's next? Well, this could be a question or... Okay, um, who's reason. speaking? Who's Just speaking? Kathy. Kathy, go ahead. Um, I picked the iPhone 11 because of the camera. They said that if you went with the SE, you get the innards, but you don't get the best camera. And I thought as a blind person, you know, if I'm, at, if I'm trying to scan things or if I'm going to be using seeing AI or something to have the camera looks for me that I wanted the best camera possible. And somebody else told me, ah, you're crazy. The camera, <clears throat> you don't need, you know, you don't need as good a camera as the 11 has. So I wonder, do people think that holds any water? Do we care about the camera? Hey, anybody want to make a comment or observation before the break? I think Harvey wants to go. Nobody wants to make a comment? Okay. Uh, this is a test. Am I coming through? 
Yeah, Sandy ahead, and I didn't hear the other person. Herbie. Okay. Go ahead, Herbie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, Kathy, I totally one hundred percent agree with you. I think the camera does matter because um you know, you want to have the best possible because it's got to see things. And the more you can help the machine or the other person seeing, I think the better um, it is. So, you know, I get, you know, keep my phones updated for the same one. One reason is for that very same reason. You know, I want the best camera possible for when I'm doing OCR. And I think it ha does help over time. Of course, it does help with the app too and what can be what is unfortunate is sometimes apps aren't able to make full use of the camera but for instance like you know with the iphone 12 um with the pro and the pro max models we can also make use of the new lidar which um you know has its uh, own advantages and stuff and i won't go into the details on that right now but uh, we did have an iphone ibug cafe on LiDAR right. was super sense a couple months ago, and um, you can maybe get some help accessing that. But uh, so I, I do totally agree with you, Kathy. Okay, cool. um, we are at the half hour mark, folks. So I want, or the hour mark, I'm, I should say. I want to thank you for your patience with me, for your indulgence. I appreciate being afforded the opportunity to be given this role and i hope i lived up to the expectations this is her so, i think you did on. great mark hang on, hang on. okay okay you're doing just, just great okay now class. moving on okay thank you thank you mark okay all right thank you we're all good you're at the midpoint anybody that didn't get to have a chance uh saying hello the first time around please say your name and where you're from that's linda from mumble okay welcome linda Hi, this is Jamie from Nebraska. Oh, hey there, welcome. Jim from Chanel. BA. Jim, okay, Chanel, welcome. Yep, got here. I was here earlier, but couldn't speak, so great job, Mark. Right, thank you. Thank you. All right, who else? Marty, Marty, from Marty, welcome, Paul, welcome. Anybody else wants to say hello? Who didn't get to say hello the first time? Okay. All right. So real quick, we'll quickly go over our announcements. So this week we have Star Trek on Thursday from 8 to 9.30. We're watching Discovery. Oh, hey, Brad. Welcome. Anybody else? Didn't get to say hello. This is Chris and Apple. Hey, Chris, welcome. Anybody else? Hey, Sandy, Michael already made the announcements for this week. Yeah, I know. That's, all right. Anybody else okay. want to say hello? We're going to quickly go over them. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. So then we had, uh, we will be doing a lot. There have been a lot of questions about Clubhouse, and that will be the topic for the cafe in a couple of weeks on April 11th. All right. Okay, so and our website is ibugtoday.org, and that's where you can get all the information about all of our uh, upcoming events and definitely register, and that way you get all of your notifications, okay, if you missed anything. And everything we do is free, so 
nothing, there's uh, what's not to like, right? So um, just uh, get on our website list and uh, that way you'll get all of our notifications. Okay, with that, now we're going to talk about what's happening on Friday night. Friday night, Friday night is the iBug night at the virtual movies. And uh, this program is going to be fun. We'll have a 7.30 uh, social time and then we'll the movie will start at eight and then after the movie we'll have a discussion and the movie is audio described and this is for blind and visually impaired audiences so to reveal what that movie is we have the lovely iBug guy lovely iBug guy what you got I'm here oh boy it's gonna be one all right all right all right oh no it's halftime, and you know what that means. Uh, Michael's yes. movie, Manisha. Oh, where's the beautiful music? No music, no music. All uh, right, so we're going to play the guessing game, give you clues, say your name, wait to be recognized before you try to guess a clue. I'm here, somebody's, uh, sound like a Mac voiceover working in the background. But anyway, uh, so everybody stay on mute until it's time to guess. Okay, so our first clue, guess what? Our fourth movie in a row, our main character wears a fedora. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, dear. Da, 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 okay, well. Da, da, da. Lots of I, movies with fedoras. I knew that Butch so, Cassidy and oh. Sundance Kid, they had a fedora. Who are those guys? You know that guy all right. with the fedora. Hey, hey, just, all right. We don't just shout out and start talking. We say our name first, wait to be recognized, and then you can take a guess at a movie. So right. Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid is not what we're seeing. Any more guesses after one clue? This is Shree. Shree. Four Musketeers. Four Musketeers. No, move on. All right. All right. Moving on to the second clue. Our, uh, well, there is a man and a woman in this movie who <laughs> sacrifice love for a higher pursuit. No, higher purpose. This is Chris. Chris. <laughs> Oh no. Casablanca? <laughs> oh my gosh. Casablanca is correct. Ding, 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 oh. ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Oh. Man, how did wow. she get that after two clues? She's, I didn't even get to the uh, clues. All the right. She spared us the clues. Thank you for that. The fedora gave it away. Okay. Yeah. But well wow. John. Very good, very good, very good. All right, real quickly, just in case others want to clues. The male lead is a hard-drinking American who runs a nightclub. And a game of chess plays a small role in the film. And he tells his piano player to not to never play a song and then later says to play it. All right, so now. What do we have for our winner tonight, Johnny? All right, for the lovely Chris, the master of FaceTime. We have, beans. 
We have some, <laughs> we have some, what do we have? We have a chess board, of course, and all the pieces are variations of ladybugs in various forms. That's gonna be a pretty fun game there. And they will, I don't know, they might be uh, coming to life in some form as well. So they're in the colors, bi-bub colors, red, black, and white. And um, I guess we'll throw in some Keontae from last week's movie. <laughs> Enjoy that. That'll make the, mood, the, the game go faster. All right, my dear. So good job. Congratulations. Gracias. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for playing Michael's Movie Minutia. Oh boy. Back to you, Johnny. Okay. Thank you, Michael's movie minutia. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Back to our program and no more fun and games. All right. Great Ooh. job, Mark. Did Thank you so job. much. All I right. Look. Now we're fun, moving fun, on. Fun, 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 fun. And keep the fun going. Who Absolutely. has a new question? Somebody new that has not asked a question. There are lots of people on the call. And as we said, we know that there are people that have other questions, but we want to give somebody new that didn't have a chance to ask a question. So who's, who would be like to do that? Somebody who has not asked a question before. Tammy. Tammy, there you go. Hey, girl, go for it. Hi. Hey. Okay, this is for two of us. Okay. okay. When you get an email, not an email, a text, that is sent to a multitude of people. Can you get past all of those phone numbers to just get to the message and skip all that? Oh, what a beautiful question. Oh, what a painful question. Um, all right, who would like to help Tammy out? Those horrible group messages where there goes, this is, you know, we've all heard them. Is there a way Kathy. to quickly get, go for it, Kathy. I'm sorry, I interrupt. I get to, um, this isn't the answer, but this is something I do that helps. Go ahead. If you if you if you know all the people in the group, and if you put them all in your contacts, then it just says their names, which is so much quicker than saying each person's phone number. Okay, good. This is Shree. Okay, Shree. Uh, it really depends on your group if. You, if you have a spoiler in your group that a spoiler is a non-iPhone user, then you can't change it. But if it is all iPhone user, you could create a very short name. Like, for example... Oh, well, we're getting background noise. Hang on. All right. Remember, guys, you need to vo silence your voiceovers and stuff and stay on mute. If you're, if you're asking a question, please try to be, have a quiet environment. Okay, go ahead, Sri. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, if you... If in that distro of group if one of them has a non-iphone unfortunately like what was mentioned before you could uh, make sure all those people are in your contacts and then it's just going to ramble the names but if that group has everyone has an iphone then you can change the name like what i've done with mine is i've got a family and it just says fam and uh nothing beyond that because that's what i named it and you can go and rename it by going to more info and change the title of the group as long as they're all iPhone or Apple users. Beautiful. Thank you, Sri. So, Tammy, does that help you out? Do you have spoilers in your group? or? Okay, there you go. Go ahead. Um, well, 
I think all of the group is iPhone users. Okay. So that would present the a second thing as to how do you create a group? Yeah, so Shri. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, Shri kind of alluded to that. Go ahead, Shri. Or, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so basically, um, if, you, if the group is already created and it's got a distribution of a different bunch of numbers or names, based on what's uh, what is tied to your contacts you just flick right on the top where it has all the individuals uh, if you double tap and you swipe or flick right you have a more info button and if you double tap on the more info button you'll have one of the text fields is to rename the group and you can double tap it and give it a name and the name can be pretty short like mine is pretty short i just say fam my family Okay, Tammy, we hope that helps. It's, it's a very big, I mean, I have a lot of those renamed groups. It's very important. And I guess I'd follow up with that. If, is it true? Does anybody know, like once you've created the group and whoever named the group, is that the only person that can change the name of the group? Is that right? Anybody know? Well, I think so, but not sure. This is Elisa. Okay, go ahead, Elisa. Um, I think others can change the name too because I've done it before. Oh, this is Chris. Chris, anybody can change it. Oh, yeah, dear, that's not good. Okay, yeah. thank you, thank you, Chris, thank you, Elisa. Okay, all right, Tammy, we hope that helps. Um, it's very useful, very helpful. Good question. Thank you, Tammy. All right, who's Mark in Montreal? I have a subscript question to that. Okay. Um, we, I received an email yesterday from a group, a bunch of lovely people who came, sent me a message yesterday. And, um, I wanted to add that whole group to my contacts because they're all iPhone users, I assume. And, uh, I rather than, I sent them all my contact card because that way they knew who I am and where I am and stuff, and I assume they got it, but I saw the name of the group and I was just wondering if there was a way to take that whole group and import it somehow into your contacts with the name that it has, because I was good with the name of the group, but in case I wanted to send a message back, could I put that in my contacts somehow and just tap on it and send a message to the whole bunch back without retaining the messages? All right. Who has an answer to basically uh, the question is how to save that. So, so I guess your question is you've got a group and you want to send a message to the group, right? Yeah, but I also want to retain the name and put it in my contact so that if it said Jerry's Vermont group, say, for example, and that was the, from the whole list and that was the name of the group, I want to keep it but I want to have it in my contacts in case I want to send a group in the uh, message in the future to that yeah. same group. Okay. Does anybody want to explain that? Have any suggestions for Mark? This I, is Shri. This is ahead, Keith. Shri. Okay. Oh. Shri and then Keith. So I just want to clarify uh, on that, Mark. So you, you basically, let's assume you have three people and you want to add those three people into your contacts yeah, but I'd like I, I I could add them individually, I suppose, if I knew whose number was whose. 
Okay. But in this case, I did not know. So you, so you want to create a group, group there? for, I'm sorry, Mark, uh, maybe I'm a little unclear. Are you trying to create a group email or you want to add these individuals to your contacts? No, I want to add these individuals to my contacts with a whole bunch of phone numbers and the name of the group was there. But I didn't know at that point whose phone number was whose. So I figured, well, why not just add the name of the group since it's here to a contact create a contact with the group as the name and all the phone numbers within it. Okay. Uh, Shree, do you have an answer? I'll, I'll pass on that. I don't go ahead, Keith. Really I think, but just to clarify, it the, is a text message thread. Okay, go ahead, Keith. Correct. And I have a family group text and basically I do not, we have a name, it's Reno 911, but uh, I do not have that in my contacts, but if I want to text the group i can start i can either type in uh, somebody's name that's in the group or i can type in the name of the group and it will populate on the side just like it does any of your contacts so uh, once you receive a text with that name or send a text uh, respond to that text it should be uh, in the ones that populate when you um, type something in the two line you know, yeah. it has the results on the side. There you go. So, okay, go ahead, Andrew. Um, the functionality he was talking about, which is basically to create um, a broadcast group. So basically you have the name of the group and then you have, <clears throat> excuse me, the names of the people and their emails. And then you can basically click on the group and just send it to the entire group is not supported in the contact system for, for most contact managers actually. Uh, it is supported in email clients and typically, but it's not really supported as part of contacts because it's all contact-based. So it's not really possible to say, okay, all these contacts, I'm gonna group them together and then send an email to or a text to an entire group um, from my contacts book. Um, so that, that functionality is not actually supported. All right. Thank you. And just to follow up on uh, what we're talking about, uh, once you have, like, if you said iBug, whatever, facilitators or whatever, if you had that name or whatever, whatever, iBug, Trekkies, whatever it is, you can also use Siri and send a message that way and just say, send a message to iBug Trekkies and it'll go to everybody that's in that group. So I hope that helps. Mark. This is free. I'll, I'll mute myself again and Keep listening. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Shree, follow up, and then we're moving uh, on. I guess, no, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out. So it, what I was thinking is, if there's five people in this group text, yeah. we add all those five groups into the contacts, that's not the question, right? No, no, no. It's like you already have a, an existing thread, like your family thread. He wants to, you know, it's it's a group, but he didn't know all the numbers that were in that group. And so he thought he could just create a new contact but it already had a name the group already had a name so okay go ahead nancy um i wonder well i've heard and i don't have the name of the app because i always um i don't have it written down but i've heard people say there are third-party apps that will let you do something like that mm -hmm. but another suggestion that somebody made was you can go into cut you could copy like do the um four finger i'm sorry the three finger quadruple tap 
on make sure all those numbers are selected and put them in the um where do you put them in the notes part of your i can't remember where you put them but anyway um you can copy all those and then um use that to um make the call I can't remember exactly how it's done, but you somehow you copy all those numbers and you put them into a contact. Um, this is Keith. Now that okay, go ahead. Okay, well, thank you, Nancy. Go ahead, Keith. Just for clarification, we, uh, Shree, uh, Shree, you're you're partially right, and uh, basically we're just saying there's a workaround. It's there's no easy way. And there's no way to add all those contacts to one contact that is uh, iBug facilitators. But the workaround is that you can type in, start typing in Sandia's name and look over to the results on the side. And one of those should be iBug facilitators. Or you can type in, uh, start typing in iBug, and it will be one of the ones that populates on the side. And like Sandia said, you can use Siri to uh, text that group name. So it's just a workaround of not being able to uh, uh, create one contact for the group. Yeah, because in a way, it kind of is all there for that group. Okay. Mark speaking just quickly. Yes, go ahead. You don't have to retain those messages in order to do that because I already deleted them. So like... Yeah, no, you don't have no, to. No, it'll be in your contacts. Pretty Thank soon. you so much. Okay, okay I'll, go, I'll go away and behave now. No, no, you're doing great. Okay, good question. All right. Okay, new question. Somebody new that hasn't this had is a tree. Go ahead, oh. Tree. All right, so I, I want to ask another way of this question. So let's say I received a text message from 10 people, and these are, these are not in my contacts. Is there, a way to, is there a way to add these 10 people to 10 different contacts without me having to go individually when it comes to an iMessage? This is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. Not at one time. You can go in and double tap on and go one by one. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Shree. Okay. Somebody new? Go ahead. Just, I mean, just like any any, uh, number, you double tap on the number, and it brings up that sheet that you swipe down to add a new contact, but it's just one by one. Okay. One by one. All right. Great. Okay. Marty, go ahead. Um, I have, well, I have a plethora of Bluetooth headsets. Um, um, some of the lower end ones, I have um, LCB41. And I don't know if it's because it's Bluetooth 5.0, but what happens is when I'm reading a long document or a long email, um, I get sort of like a beep. I think every time... Uh, the phone goes over a cell or or maybe like a paragraph or something. And the only way I don't get that beep um, is if volume's on maximum. And I mean, I could get like a beep like every several seconds. And it's, it's a little annoying, like a beep through the headset. Any reason why it's those... It's not the Plantronics or it's not the Amazon or the AirPods Pro. It's just those 
um, couple inexpensive headsets. This is Shree. Go ahead. So I have an LG and it does the same thing. And it's the only headset that I have that it just beeps. And I have no idea why it's beeping. Now, does it, does it beep on, like, if you put your volume all the way up to max on the headset, do you still get the beep? Uh, it's so annoying that I don't even <laughs> move the volume up because I'm telling you, well, I'm watching a movie, it's beeping. I'm on a phone oh. call. I'm reading a text. It's beeping. So really? I have not, but it's an LG. It's the only one that I have that does that. I, I just get it when I'm reading a document. I don't think I get it. Well, I don't use it for movies and stuff like that. But like I said, at max volume, which is a little loud, but at least the beeping is gone. This is Jim. Okay, this is Brad. All right, Jim. Yes, I would maybe try this. Um, with your Bluetooth settings and um, tap on the device and then go to forget this device and then uh, repair it and uh, the headset and see if that doesn't solve the problem. Maybe the pairing just needs to be refreshed. All right. Thank yeah, you. I think I've done that, but thanks. Go ahead, Brad. I got an LG and um, I don't use it that much, but I want to say it does it when the battery's getting low and it'll do it for a long time before the battery, you know, gets to the point that it just dies, but it will start warning me like long time. So you might check that charge it. Yeah. Charge it. Charge it. Now, okay. This is fully, it's just Marty. It's fully charged. It okay. does it. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Okay. Marty. Anybody else final thoughts? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. First of all, have you checked to see if there's any like firmware updates for those headsets? Um, no, those inexpensive ones, Herbie, they usually, I mean, that's part of their problem. There is no way to update firmware and there is no app with them. So, I mean, obviously, part of the problem is they are inexpensive, but. Now, I wonder if it's trying to, like, if it's struggling to maintain, like, I'm just theorizing here, but could it be struggling to maintain, like, a proper Bluetooth channel or something like that, so it's constantly switching frequencies or something? I mean, okay. yeah, I, I, you it's know. just a guess. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Herbie. All Thanks. right. Okay. Good luck, Marty. This is Jim. I just Jim. wanted to okay. ask Herbie, how do you check for updates on a headset? Okay, well, anybody, uh, does anybody, so what is your question? How do you check for updates on a headset? Yeah, I've got... Um, like firmware updates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Herbie. All right, yeah. go ahead, Herbie. It really depends on the manufacturer. So, for instance, Bose, they have a specific app that you can now get. It used to have to be, you'd have to do the website, and it will check for firmware updates whenever the headset is on. Um you know, with uh, Apple's AirPods, they update, as, you know, automatically whenever they're plugged in and whatnot. And you just have to let it, it'll do its thing whenever it feels like. So it really depends on the brand. So you will have to check with your manufacturer. Okay. Thanks. This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Uh, Jim, I don't know what headset you have. If, if they don't have an app, there's not really, they're probably not even updatable. The Plantronics, what's nice about them is you will get a notification, especially if you go like into the Plantronics hub app 
to, uh, where you can check your battery status and it will give you like up to the minute battery status, but it will tell you an update, an update is available. And then you go into firmware update and, and proceed. Okay. Thank you, Marty. Hope that helps, Jim. All right. Who's next? This is Elisa with a new question. Okay, hang on. You've asked your question before. Let's see if there's anybody else, and then we'll come okay, back. Any, anybody else with a new question that hasn't had a chance? This is your chance. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Go ahead, Elisa. Elisa, you have a question? Okay, maybe not. All right. Who else has a question? Sandia? Yeah, go ahead, Elisa. What's your question? Well, I wasn't sure because you told me to wait because I was waiting patiently. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. So if I'm on the app Clubhouse and I don't want to hear notifications quite often coming in and on that so intelligent a room or whatever, how do you turn those off? Oh, what a great question. I have that same question. Anybody Clubhouse people how about how to turn off notifications? And this is this Nancy. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. So if you go to settings and to do not disturb, you can turn on do not disturb. And that will keep your notifications. Just remember to turn off do not disturb so that <clears throat> so that you won't miss any of your calls later. All right, Shri. Um, I didn't know it was uh, do not disturb, but I know there's some setting. When you go to settings, you do have options of how much notification you want to receive. And um, is this within Clubhouse, right? Yeah, inside Clubhouse settings. Um, In Clubhouse, but yeah, I did, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know it was do not disturb, but I thought. You I had think you may be talking there. about general. Yeah, I. Okay, well, go on. What was your. In, in the Clubhouse app, there is a notification thing, right? Where you can yeah. say what you want or don't want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is Jim. Hello, yeah, Hang on, hang on, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. I was going to recommend that if you're in a clubhouse room, and this happens a lot, on um, what I've found that works best for me is just to mute the speech. Um, and you may have to do that when you're going to mute and unmute your microphone. Um, but that, that would be my answer. Okay. Until they come out with Nancy? an update. Okay, hang on. Let's go to Hal, and then we'll come back to you, Nancy. Okay, go on, Hal uh, or Sandy. Sandy has an observation. Okay, go ahead, Sandy. For notification, there actually is a setting that you can turn off um, notification for Clubhouse. Right. And you go, let me see if I can remember. Yeah, see, I don't know how to do it from inside yeah. Clubhouse. You have to go into no, the no, yeah. no, not Clubhouse itself, but the iPhone. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Yes. And then Clubhouse is in the list, and then you okay. go in there. Uh -huh. and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, thank you guys. All right, Nancy. Nancy. Uh, and I was just going to say, yeah, I was talking about on the iPhone in settings okay. and go no, to do not disturb. And the good thing about that is sometimes like on zoom calls and stuff, if you uh, get a phone call or a notification, sometimes it kicks you out. So if you do have it on do not, or if you're trying to record something, 
then it kicks you out or it stops your recording. So that's why do not disturb is a good option. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Okay. This is Tree. Go ahead. Tree. Can I make a pitch? Yes. Uh, April 11th, we'll be doing a demo. Of Clubhouse for two hours, our iBug Cafe. So thank you, Shri. We're going to have some fun and very informative in-depth, okay? You know, that, that is what our deep dive cafe is going to be. So all lots of questions will be answered. So please come for that. Thank you, Shri. And uh, very good. All right. Who's this next? Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. Yeah, I just wanted to say, too, um, that somebody talked about Clubhouse, like the 15% club doing some sort of accessibility review on Saturdays. And then the main menu podcast or main menu live, they're going to talk about Clubhouse on Wednesday evening. And oh, if you wow. want the info about that, you can email Cindy to actually join the Zoom call uh, community at acb.org. So. All right. Thank you, Chanel, for that information. Yeah, there's a lot of interest, and that's good. We get, get everybody up to speed who wants to be. Okay, now, who else has a new question? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn? Uh, anybody else? New question? Anybody else? Or I do have a little demo for you guys, but... Unless we have a question. Ladon, I've had Ladon, a question. go ahead, Ladon. I, I All yours. Go earlier, ahead. but now. Uh, I'm using iPad mm -hmm. with the latest iPad OS and a Logitech keyboard with the. Uh, uh, Can you uh, talk a little bit louder, Ladon? Yeah, with the Sorry. calendar app. I said I have an iPad with the latest iOS iPad iOS and a Logitech keyboard using the calendar, I mean, yeah, cont, calendar app, I get this out. And um, with, with that, you go in and you can open it and you have choices to display by the day, week, month, or year. If you choose, say, the week, then it will display the week for you but i want to know if the choices are in one uh, you're good keep going one way like the, i can't think of the word uh one location uh, or? A, a, a group you know and then you have to go over to the display to get in there and uh Oh, shoot. To, to, to pick which one you want is that basically yeah, you want and, to and to and to make your appointments and and things like that uh, uh so it's in the rotor it's in a rotor and you choose and you can choose to switch sides and I, if they are in different or is it all in one thing uh, oh, I, okay. I haven't asked this I've practiced this question before and I haven't got it out very good. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. So I think what your question container. It, are they in different containers? Ah. That's the word I'm trying to use. And normally in a lot of, uh, you have containers and then you have your choices, then you displays the results. So if you pick a week, then the results is, are the week calendar. And are those two different 
containers where you're making your choices and where it's displaying the display. Does that make sense? And then how, if it's so containers, how do you switch from one to the other? All right. Anybody, I don't mm, use containers that much, but anybody have any help for LaDawn on this one? This, this is Jim. Okay. Who was the other? Okay. Go ahead, Jim. Jim. <laughs> what I'm thinking is uh, lots of times on the iPad, the one thing you've got to get used to is the fact that there is more real estate to work with on the screen. Uh, I used to, I found this out. I used to use an iPad mini and um, every on the menus and so forth were on the left-hand side of the screen, if you will, if you held it um, in landscape mode and the information that I would want to interact with was always on the right-hand side of the screen. And that's, you know, if you're, if you've been working with an iPhone for a long time and then you go to an iPad, you've got that extra real estate that you've got to, you know, keep in mind uh, in terms of uh, your your location as to as to where you are on on the phone. Like your situational awareness, I guess, is the best way to put it. That's that's the only thing I can think of, and that may be where you're having the issue, Don. This, this is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Another way to think of it is containers or sections on the screen. I mean, I realize you're talking about a calendar app on a on an iPad. Um, uh, just by sake, for, for, for an example, on your um, um, iPhone, sections would be, say, and if you set your rotor on your iPhone to containers, you would find that the status bar is a container. The main section of the screen is a container, and the dock at the bottom of the screen is a container. Um, so that's just an ex a simple example uh, on, on your um, mail app on the iPad. You've got the list of folders on uh, or the list of contents of, of the, say, the inbox on one side, the left side of the screen, and then you've got the um, contents of the, the actual mail item you're looking at on the other side of the screen. And if you have your rotor set to containers and you flick up and down, you'll move between the different containers. There may be more than just those two. Um, but anyway, that's just, just think of containers as sections on your screen. Yeah. Ladon. Thank you, Brad. Okay. Ladon. Yeah, go ahead. Ladon. That's what I understand. And uh, th the question is, are those two sides in containers because I didn't know how to move from what with a keyboard, how to move from one side of the screen to the other. So on the left-hand side is your week, day, month, year. On the right-hand side of the screen and it, it, it is the information on whatever selection you made. Right. And are are those actually containers? Brad? This is Brad, and you're and you're wanting to do this on your keyboard, correct? That is correct. Okay, on your keyboard, and I'm not familiar with the Logitech keyboard, so I'm not exactly sure what the keys are you've got. I have the Apple Bluetooth keyboard, and I would hold down my my VO command, and I would use my arrow keys 
and go left and right. That changes my rotor setting. That's like using your fingers in a corkscrew, um, you know, twisting gesture on the screen to change what my rotor is set on. And then while continuing to hold down my VO and my command key uh, with my, I would turn my rotor to containers, assuming you have containers in your rotor, and then use the up and down arrow would be the same as flicking up and down on your screen. And that will, when your rotor is set to containers, flicking up or, or down or using VO command up or down arrow will move you through your containers. And I believe it'll, it'll flip around. I know I, I, somebody can correct me because I don't use a keyboard on it. A lot. This is you can go flick ahead. up and down. I think, I don't know if you get to a stopping place and it goes donk, donk, and you got to go <laughs> backwards or if they cycle around, that's the word of it, cycle or circle around, but you can try that and see what you get. And that way you'll find out if you got any, what your containers are. Thank you, Brad and Andrew, go ahead. Um, to actually to, to answer his question, his his question is more about the, the technical part of, of whether the, the program actually sees it as containers. And that's not always true. Um, the reason is, is because the when you have those um, set up, like for an email and settings and stuff like that, they, they don't always put them in containers. They should actually it would be make our lives a lot easier, honestly. But um, and so they're they're the way they code it is, is not always technically in a container. So it can be a bit confusing because if you, if you try to use the command to go to the first control of the next container, which is typically how you want to do it, it may not work because they didn't actually code it that way. Um, in mail and settings, I think it usually works, but in a lot of other apps, it doesn't. Um, they don't actually code it to be... Um, a container is actually a specific type of... Um, code that they use to basically split to yeah split the the um to basically group certain areas together but they actually have to tell it that and sometimes they just tell it um that we're just going to change this area of the screen and they don't actually put it in the container so it's it's a bit technical answer but but truthfully the 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 underlying question behind that is is and the the underlying answer is really whether they coded it or not to, to actually be a quote-unquote container. And in many, in many instances they do, but I don't believe in the calendar app it is set up as a container. Um, I believe in, in mail it is and in settings it is, but in, in calendar, I don't believe it is. I have I can double check that because I have an iPad, but, um, uh, but that's, what I, that's from what I've experienced anyway. All right. Okay. Now that will be the, I hope that helps Ladon and it's uh, may or may not be in containers, but okay. Very good. Good discussion there. And we're moving on. All right. Anybody else with a new question? New problems that we're having. Who would like to ask a new question? All right. This is Jim. Go ahead, what's your demo what's your demo well that'll depend on if there are any questions or not <laughs> does it have to be a person that didn't ask a question before no you can we... anybody can ask a question now who's that it's pam yeah go am ahead I, pam. am i too close again no you're good you're good go ahead um i have a uh, a patient in one of my um facilities that had these earbuds and they had a little string well it wasn't a string 
well, a little plastic string that connected them together. So if they dropped one, they could find it because right. their other ones, well, they they wore out and they don't work anymore. So we're trying to find some more like that so that they don't, if they, if they fall off the bed, those earbuds can roll across the room and then the patients can't get them. So does anybody know? I know that that really expensive ones you can get a, a but, but that the patients can't afford those kind. Okay, so kind of like a tether for some. Yeah, so a tether. tether that's a good tether. word. Yeah, like a leash. All right. Anybody have any suggestions for Pam and her looking for a tether? This is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, I think. Um, it's the power it's a power beef and i'm not sure which one it is i think they're about 180 some dollars but it's Ooh. it's two air bud it's two buds with like a wire in between and the wire has like um i think your volume buttons and that kind of stuff on there well hold on i think all she wants is the wire she doesn't need they already have the air the the headphones and they just want something to connect the two is that right pam Yes, and okay. my patients can't afford a hundred. Yeah, well, that was the whole thing. I think that was like the whole thing. Okay, yeah. somebody, Chanel, was that you, or somebody was about to say something? Brad. Brad, you should be able to search for this on Amazon. I bought a little thing one time. I heard David Woodbridge talk about it on his podcast, and for eight dollars, I got a little silicone case for my AirPods, and it came with a the exact tether thing you're talking about, and also, some other little apparatus for clipping the, them over your ear, if that's what you chose to do. But anyway, I kept the case and threw the rest of it away. But uh, it had a nice little silicone, stretchy little thing, and you could slide the stem of AirPods in it and put it behind Wait, your neck. These aren't these aren't AirPods though; they're just regular earbuds that don't have that stem thing on them. Okay, so well, you need something to fasten it too. So you'd have and, to. And I know they. I mean, she had some for a couple of years, but they just ran. They just wore out. Well, so I, it's, would I know they, searching on Amazon. You'd be surprised. What I you did on there. I searched for about four hours, and you know, Aww. then I decided to ask the question and see if maybe. Oh, I think you were already on the right. Thank track. you, everybody. No, it's a good this, question. Miss Kathy. Kathy, go ahead. So I don't know if these. Um, you know, the, the ones I'm thinking of are called um, Skull Candy. I'm not sure if that's just the brand or if it's the the kind that have a thing that goes around the back of your neck and then the, the cord goes up to your ears. And so if one falls out, you don't have to look for it because it's just all hanging on your neck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if they do fall on the floor, they don't roll away because it's got this neck, you know, it's kind of a round neck piece. Okay. And Did you say skull candy? Yeah. Oh, great. Thank you. That's probably and what I, they were. I've got some on sale. Like, I don't know if the, how cheap they get because the ones I bought were like $40. But, you know, well, I that's, don't know. If that's they... still reasonable. That's, thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Kathy. And I would suggest I bought some pretty inexpensive ones. I mean, I really like them a lot. I mean, if they have to like replace it, if you don't want to just get a tether or whatever, you could, I think, I don't know if they still have them, but it was called Anchor Slim. And I swear they were just like $20 or something. And I love those and they're magnetic. And so they um, stick together as well, but they do go around your, they do have a tether and they've got a volume control, but 
I always keep those in my purse. They're my backup. So I really like those. But anyway, that's reasonable, $20. But just check, make sure it's still out there. It's been a while. All right. Any other suggestions for Pam? Otherwise, we're Thanks, moving everyone. On. Yeah, cool. Good, good question. Thank you. All right. Who's got a new question? Anybody? Old or new that's asked one already? No Facebook questions, really? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I have a question. Can I see the demo that you were going to do? <laughs> well, all right. If you really want to do the demo. Well, actually, like... this is Herbie. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, before you demo thing, I have to ask Sandia, do you have any Facebook questions? Uh, I haven't been on Facebook, really. Oh, so... oh that's right. Everybody's on Clubhouse now. I forget. I, okay. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so real quick. We should make this. So this is, I mean, I think some of our advanced users may already know how to do this, but it's more of a a beginner. Uh, We talk a lot about um, creating, putting like the main phone number and then adding like the code, you know, like your code or whatever it is into a phone number. So I was going to talk about how to do that. So is that... Well, we can quickly do that, I think. It's not too hard. Hopefully that's interesting. Okay, so I've got a work phone number and it's like how to check your voicemail. And since we're all working virtually, it's kind of important to check your voicemail because you're not there. So real quick, how to do that and what happens. Just quickly show you. So I've already got this phone number. Mail, phone, phone. Search, back button. Okay. Search, search field is edited. Work voicemail. Okay, so it's called work voicemail. That's my contact. Select search. And when I call it. Notes, phone, one. So I'm going to call it and I double tapped on it and it's going to. ID, followed by pound. Okay, so this is where I would have to type in my phone number and all that, right? So now what we're going to do, we're not going to do all that right now. Okay, yeah, I know you didn't hear me because I didn't do it. So that's, so we heard it ask for the, you know, enter your passcode. So now, if I don't want to do that every single time, because I may forget my passcode. So we're going to, how do we fix this problem? Notes. We go up to edit. So you're in the contact. You've already got the main phone number in there and you want to add stuff. So we're going to hit edit. Edit button. Done. Dimmed. Then. Company. Last company. Add phone. Button. One. Okay. So I double tapped on the field where the phone number was. You know, it doesn't dial it because we're in edit. We're in the edit mode. So don't worry. And make sure you're at the end. Delete. I don't want to delete. Misspelled word actions. I'm using my rotor to get to characters. Headings. Characters. Four. Okay, so the last number is four. So now what I want to do is add a, you know, we want some pauses. So basically what we're doing is like dialing the number, then giving it time to say it's little deal, enter your password, and then, you know, give it. So we have to kind of put some pauses in. So that's what I'm going to do. So commas inst- install pauses. Okay. Just to say, so once I've, I'm on the key in the text field where the phone number is. Okay. So now I'm at the end of that phone number. Now I want to insert a comma. How would you insert a comma? You may ask. And here's the keypad here at the bottom of the phone. Two, eight, zero, shift. 
So you, the shift is at the lower left where your star key would normally be. And then if I swipe up. One, ten, comma. So comma. there's a comma now. So I've got a one pause. And each time you want a comma, you have to repeat this procedure. So I'm going to do another shift. Shift, comma, comma. Okay, so then now I'm going to go ahead and put the phone number that I want to dial because I think that's enough pauses. Seven, seven, add one, one, three, three, two, two, five, five, zero, zero, okay. five, five, two, two, four, four, five, five. All right, and then I need a pound there. I need a pound, right? Okay, so let's put a... What do we do? We need to put a pound. So how do we put a pound? There is a, do the shift again. Shift, semicolon, number sign, pound. Okay, and then we got a number. So then we, because that thing will say, enter your passcode, enter your passcode, and then enter a pound. So then you still need, and then there's another field that you have to enter. So now I got to put another comma. I'm going to put two more commas. Shift, comma, comma. And then another shift. Shift. One comma, comma. And now I've got to enter the, the little six digit thing. So I'm going to do that. One, 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 one. All right. All right. And then another pound. So we're going to end it. Shift number sign pound. All right. So now I'm going to, I think now I'm done. Done button. Edit. And let's see how it came Notes. out. Notes. No phone. One. Eight, four, four. I'm going to go to the back. Uh oh, I didn't mean to hit it. Okay, well, I hit it. Well, let's see if it works. Did you hit done? Did you do save? Enter your pin, followed by pound. Sandia Rao. All right. And call button. Okay, so that's my voicemail, and it'll tell me that I have like 18 messages that I haven't checked. But anyway, all right, so that's a real quick and dirty way of uh, entering commas and pauses and so forth. So I hope that helps. All right. Okay, any questions um, yeah. about that? Yes, Marty. Marty, mm -hmm. did you mention that I think each comma is a two second pause? Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. All right, thank you for yeah. clarifying that. Two seconds. Sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Anybody this, else? This is Shree. Shree. So when you were entering the digits, were you flicking or were you doing touch typing there? Touch typing. Okay. I mean, I guess you, I mean, I was, no, I mean, I know where they are. I mean, I, I could, oh, what was I doing? <laughs> I don't even so the know. reason I'm asked, saying that is, you know, you have to be very careful if you're touch typing because whatever you, touch and remove it's going to it's like that number so in things like this i think it's a little safer when you you know if you do the swipe because then you can at least make sure you're in the right number because bringing that shift requires uh you know a, uh, a touch to enable it so uh, I, I always find it a little easier if i'm flicking instead of doing i touch for that section which okay. i'm just asking yeah, no, good, good to point that out. I mean, it just, I guess, depends on your comfort level. And what, what would happen, another option, what I've always thought is if you just, could you type the whole thing somewhere else in notes or whatever and then paste it over? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes you can. That's the way I do it. Okay, so that's, that's another option. Too. Brad, go ahead. Okay. I've, I've done it that way too. I was going to say also, the same procedure you just uh, demonstrated can be used to enter a phone number, a couple of commas, and a Zoom ID for those who like to join Zoom Ooh. by a phone number. 
And that way you can just have it saved as like iBug Zoom Room in your contacts and join a Zoom Room simply that way. Right. Though usually if you all see, if you all notice the OneTap mobiles, um, they'll, there'll be a bunch of commas. You'll see the main number and then some commas exactly. and then the ID and then some more commas and the password. So that's how you, that's what, the, that's how those work. All right. Okay. Anybody else have any questions or anything? It's oh. Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. You, um, that really helps because I, I tried to do that, but I, couldn't for the life of me figure out my mind was just blown when I went to do a comma and there's like the number pads was it do you just once you do the shift do you just keep swiping up to get the different options or do they all take the place of the numbers uh, there were some I, I was kind of in a rush I should have done it more slowly so the top row of numbers is still there but like the seven and the, the seven becomes the comma and then the, okay. on the other side, the nine becomes a symbol. It sounded, mm-hmm. it sounded to me like you, you did the thing where you lift your finger and you get the, you know, like you can swipe to what you want and then you lift up and you get, is I, that called touch typing or is that's, that, I was uh, getting mixed I, up with touch which, typing. Yeah, I think that's what I was doing. I'm so sorry. I was going to just, wasn't, yes, wasn't, yes, that's what you did. That's touch typing. Yeah, that's touch typing. Or should we call that, yeah. I was so worried typing. that I was going to screw it up, guys. That's very cool. Okay. Yes, go ahead, Elisa. There's no more time. I'm almost up. Can I ask? It's okay. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. So I recently just like a few minutes ago got a messenger thingy, but it says message from Instagram. If I block it, does that mean I'm going to block the conversations entirely? Mm. Any Instagrammers on here? Anybody got any help for Elisa? I got that message through Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. I don't know. So you got a messenger, a messenger message on Facebook. Is that what the question then? What are you trying to block? Yes, I got that message message from Facebook Messenger, and I'm trying to see if I block that person from the Messenger app from Facebook Messenger. Am I not going to see the messages this again? Is Ruby. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. You may want to look under message requests and see if you see it there. Um, but Instagram can be very confusing, but that would be my best thing. Um, when I get messages from on Messenger that from other places, that's where they appear as in message requests. Okay, thank you, Herbie. All right. Any other thoughts for Elisa? We have maybe time for one more very quick question. Anybody? This is Pam. I had a comment. Sure, go ahead. This also works if you're going to pay a bill online and you want to use your 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 bank routing number instead of maybe a credit card. Uh-huh. That thing that you showed us works with your routing number also. Ah, cool. Okay, great. Very good. Thank you for that tip. Yes. I think Pam does a lot of banking. I'm going to let you do my banking too. There we go. All right. Okay, Pam, thank you. Uh, anybody else? Final comments? Mark in Montreal. Mark, yes. I think given the current culture, 
that we're in, we're opening ourselves up to Clubhouse and adding, like I know I just added Twitter and Instagram just for the purposes of being able to DM people on Clubhouse. And I guess that's opening us up to potential Facebook requests for friends and whatnot. They want to follow us everywhere. So yeah, you have to be careful. Look for the friend request first. And if you see something in Facebook pertaining to accepting a friend request, then use your discretion as you would with Clubhouse or Instagram or Twitter, whether you really want to follow those people. If you're familiar with them from Clubhouse, you may want to. But then again, you'll see a lot of requests for people who may see you and want to try to follow you and have nothing to do with Clubhouse or they may be just on Twitter or Instagram. So be careful. All uh, right. Good, good advice. advice. Always be careful. And speaking of just real quick, thank you so much, Mark, and welcome to our helping. Thank you for helping us facilitate tonight. Thank you. Oh, it's a real hoot. I really enjoyed it. It was a, a real wonderful experience and it's so wonderful to give back to you guys. That's what it's all about. I, oh, anytime you guys need me, I'm there for y'all. <laughs> Thank you. I love the y'all there. Okay. All right. Just quickly refresh. Okay. So Saturday, uh, Thursday is Trekkie Talk. Friday is Casablanca. All right. That classic. So please come join us for that. And uh, we will have our next week. We'll be back here on Monday night and start reading your book called A Higher Call by Adam Makos. All right, with that, and oh, tomorrow is our mini buzz. For those of you on Clubhouse or thinking about checking it out, we will be on there at 5 p.m. Central. So the iBug, and you know, we have a club there as well. iBug today has a club there. So please join us and follow us there. And it'll be a mini buzz. So it'll be just like tonight's call. If you suddenly think of something in the middle of the night that you forgot to ask, that would be the place. All right. So thank you, Mark. And thank you, everybody, for participating tonight. And we will be back next week. So good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night.